Yes, Lord, I pray that we would sense that your spirit is alive and active in Jesus, that you are building your church. And God, we want to do that in your strength, in your power. We want to partner with you in that. And I pray, God, you'd lead us every step of the way, individually, as a church. God, we want to say we trust you with that. We say yes to that. And I pray, God, that you would bring everything we need to live up to that, all for your glory. And we ask that in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen this morning? Cool. I think we could just finish there and go home. That'd be fine. Um, But let me just speak into that for a moment. You can take a seat. Thanks for... Because today's a significant day. This would normally be our focus launch for 2021. And we have intentionally delayed that for a month to the start of March so that we can have this series called Let's Go that we can actually, at the start of February, like gatherings have been ridiculously crazy and it's like Jeff said, it's not nice wearing masks and all that stuff. And there's hope that that might change by next week, keep an eye on the media. But it's a time to regather, reconnect, get clarity of vision about what it looks like for us as the church in this season. And so we want to say yes to that. So can I encourage you, even if you're meeting in homes or gathering online, there's been a lots of challenge with feeling disconnected and not sure what's going on. I would want to say now is the time to bring a call to Coast Community and go, let's let's gather, connect, lean in so we can understand who we are and what God's asked us to do. It's been a significant time. I love that passage in Acts because I tell you what, if you were one of those disciples, if I was one of those disciples... Super challenging times. You witness Jesus die and understand what is going on here. I've got no idea what's going on. And then he appears three days later and he has conversation and eats with them and actually speaks of the Holy Spirit being poured out, empowering people to be. And you think about it, they're just hanging out with Jesus and all of a sudden there's a call to be witnesses throughout the world. I mean, how do you do that without the internet? We can do that now. So there's this call that would not make sense. And you know what? I think that's what's going on for us right now. I think there is a fresh wind. There's a new strategy. There's, there's a newness in the life of the church worldwide. And I think the pandemic has been good for the church. It has been not good for many, many people and that's been devastating. But God has this plan and he does it all the time. He takes what the enemy means for harm and he turns it for good. And this is one of those times. And I can't help but phrase it, it feels a bit like ready, set, go. Do you remember that from a kid where you're actually this young kid and it's ready, set, go. And then that even continues. And we may even see it this year in 21 with the Olympics and the, the track events where it's like ready and there's this complete readiness. And there's a, I'm there and I'm set. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the horn or I'm waiting for the, the firecracker gun. And then we're off. I can't help but think that that's a picture for us right now in this season. That every person in, in, in every, every shape, every age can kind of go, you know what? Right now, I want to be the person that can look you in the eye and go, this, this is the time where we in a fresh way press go on who we are and what God's called us to do. And everybody participates. Everybody's involved. It's about us together going and being intentional. Well, we have got ready. 
We've been through a discernment process in the craziness of last year. And like Jeff said, we've been talking into that, but I feel God's prepared us. In fact, I believe God's prepared us since the birth of Coast Community many, many years ago and positioned us for such a time as this in this new way. We have been on a journey as a church. In fact, I believe this is the most significant change in the life of Coast Community since the time we moved from Hardy's Bay to Empire Bay many, many years ago. That was a big location change. And there's been lots of significant change since. I think our church has got comfortable with change. I like that. But this is a significant shift for us. There's a significant sense of change. And we need to pay attention to that. It's significant. However, it's interesting in the readiness, I don't think I've ever felt ready for anything God's asked me to do. And you probably haven't either. So it's not about feeling ready, but you are ready. We are ready for a new season. We have been set. We have been set with this new, this new kind of um, strategy about what it looks like, a new vision to kind of give us clarity that's based on the core convictions Jeff was talking about. Um, and if I can encourage you, if you're not sure what that is, go back on our YouTube channel and check it out. We'll keep talking about it. But this is what I think is going on in the Life of Coast community. Crazy year last year, not gathering, whoever thought we'd do that. We've pulled out some really good discernments. We've followed, followed God personally about what it looks like for us. There has been convictions that have shaped our future, and that's now. And so we're pressing go on that. Now, here's what I think is going on in Life of Journey, uh, Coast Committee, and probably you. It's like, hang on a minute. Wait a minute. What are we doing? What is it that we're actually doing? I'm not sure. So if that's you, I want to encourage you to lean in. Get what you need from God personally. Ask whatever question you need about what it is and who we are because it is looking different. In fact, we want to be set. Not only, I believe, are we ready. We've set even with a new team strategy in the life of Coast Community. We are actually changing team roles even for those that are in a paid role. Now, as you know, one of our core convictions is we're primarily a volunteer movement or organisation. But even those that are that are on a paid role, roles are changing because we want to set for a new story. It's interesting, just I think it was last week or week before, I went on a prayer walk down to Terrigal Haven. It's so beautiful there. And just walking around and down the haven, the mariners are training there. And I haven't seen them there before. And they were just doing stretches and all that kind of stuff, not ball skills, but they were training there. And I walked past there and I, and I just felt this thought that, whether it was me or God, I'm not sure, but an interesting thought that sports teams so passionate about the win and probably more passionate than churches. It's pretty convicting to think about that. And a sports team would do whatever they need, make whatever changes they need to make to actually go after the win. Interesting thought. And the win for us is very clear. We want to see more and more people step into the kingdom of God. We want to see more and more people grow in their faith and be active in God's mission. And we want to see even our kids and youth grow up in a point where they belong in the church and they make lifelong decisions to to belong and be active in God's mission. We want to see that more and more. So I'm prepared to make whatever changes we need to make and do that together so that we can see that happen more and more. It's interesting, I was reading 1 Corinthians 9 on the way out of that, and Paul's going, I train like an athlete, and I train to win. How can we be not only ready, but set? And they go, let's go. Let's go together to move into that. It's a significant time of change. And I'll tell you what, I echo Jeff's words. If you've got questions, if you want to find out more, our partnership evening on the 17th, do whatever you can to be there. 
If this is one of the most significant shifts in the, in the way that we work together as a church, now's the time to lean in. Now's the time to be part of it. Step in. I'd encourage you, if you've got something on and you can change it, change it. It's that significant. Let's journey together in this and let's go with vision. So this February, we want to do a series. Let's go with vision. Let's go into the harvest. Let's go with a deep trust in God. And let's go because people are lost. There's so many reasons why we are called to go. One of the things I love doing and I have the privilege is working with teams, um, different teams in different organisations when they want to develop maybe a new way of doing things. And I've journeyed through a lot. So is Jeff. It's a real privilege. What's interesting, when I create and facilitate those kind of workshops, um, there's a tension in the room every time at the start. Because the tension is, we just want to get to strategy. We just want to get to do something different to get a better result. And I go, trust me, we'll get to strategy, but let's go back here and actually understand who we are first and get a clear vision of what it looks like, and then we'll start talking about what we're going to do about it. And you know what? Right now in the life of Coast Community, it's like that. And maybe, just maybe, you're feeling some tension to go, well, what, what are we going to do there? What's happening with kids? What's happening with youth? What's happening on a Sunday? And they're all good and important questions. But can I just pull back just for a little bit today and go, let's go with vision. Let's press go, a ready, set, go with a vision that inspires us to be the kind of people God wants us to be and do the things that he's called us to do. And so I can be very clear, we do want to see more people coming to faith. We were already asking that questions about baptisms. My hope is, our hope is as a team, our hope as a church is that we see heaps more people come to a belief in Jesus and declare that through baptism and then be intentional in partnering with Jesus in his mission in his world. That's what we want to see. We'd say disciples who make disciples who make disciples. We want to see that. Can you see it? Can you see that it's possible? Can you see that God wants to use you as part of it? It's a let go time to see that. I want to see our kids and our youth, we all do in our whole church. And I'm sure you do. If you're a parent, my hope for my kids is that they grow up in environments in a home, in a church space, where they make a decision for themselves to follow Jesus. That, that we as parents and we even as a community foster environments that see our kids understand who they are and who Jesus says they are. And there's a belief in Jesus and it's for life. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter what stats you read, the stats are pretty grim. You've heard us say somewhere between 50 to 75% of kids that grow up in a Christian home, by the time they're 18, walk away from their faith. Something about that is not okay. That's not okay. Everyone's got a free will and everyone can choose. That's completely up to your kids. But we have the responsibility. As parents, we have the responsibility to create those environments. We, we actually, as a church, together, want to equip each other, encourage each other to do that well. And so therefore any strategy we'd put in place with kids, what happens on a Sunday or equipping measures that sees you be more intentional in the way that you might connect with kids or youth during the week, it's all for that purpose. And you know what? The other vision piece we want to go with is that we want to be a church that is salt and light 24-7. In all the places God has you during the week, we want to be the church. 
and so. How can we go with vision? Like we have a new mission model in the life of our church. It's not a ministry model, it's a mission model because we have a mission that God's called us to do. I'm going to step through this really quick and for some of you, this might be too complicated. That's okay, you don't have to sort it out today. But for some of you, this may help. It's, it's a mission model that is simply says, if you just look at these words, we're going to follow, then we're going to gather together as the church and then we're going to go. I love it when we can take a complex scenario and break it down to simplicity. And so it's a simple mission model that says follow, gather, go. If you just remember that, that's cool because it's significant. Like our mission model is that we want to create spaces where you and I can follow Jesus personally really well. What does that look like for you at the moment? Do you need to press go on that? We want to create an environment on a Sunday so we'd gather as the church and we gather to empower and equip and encourage each other in lots of ways so that we are ready to go in all kinds of different places during the week. Let's me, let me just step through that a little bit more. If I can just break, what does it look like to go forward with vision from here? Our first point of call is that personally we follow Jesus Personally, we engage with God through his spirit daily. Like we actually make that work really well. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's an awareness. It's some simple practices that you can engage with God personally. I tell you what, if we do that well, the rest kind of looks after itself with a, with a little bit of leadership and a little bit of perspective. How can you personally, freshly at the start of 21, Go, what does it look like for me to follow Jesus personally? How do I do that? Because I'd encourage you to press go on that. Especially if you're feeling that, that a rhythm of no school terms, for example, has got in the way or just holidays or whatever. How do you do that well? You know, your alarm goes off tomorrow morning. What happens? How do you engage with God personally? We want to equip you with more simple practices in there, but you know what you need to do. Can you do it? I know it seems simple, but that's, that's what God's calling us to do. How do we press go on that? I mean, Bible passages we release weekly for that purpose, so you can engage with God. Simple soap journal, simple reading God's word. Maybe it's a prayer walk. Maybe it's the Lord's prayer as a framework. Lots of different ways. How do you do that? So that when we gather on a Sunday, you actually come, I actually come, it's feeling like I've met with God, God's been speaking to me all week, and I come full. I come to contribute, I come to give, I come to serve, I come to encourage, I look out for people that I can connect with and actually look them in the eye and be an encouraging person to them. Now there's times when we need to receive and you will, but we come together. And actually the purpose of us meeting together on a Sunday is that we gather. Now some of you are going, I've heard all this before, I know, I want you to hear it again. This is a big shift because I think as a church we've done that really well. We've had, we've, had, we've had great gatherings and we still will. We have great church services where lots of good stuff happens and we still will. But it's a, a different way to think. If we can follow personally and we come intentionally to, to, to actually gather so that we can be part of a gathering. And so, for example, with our kids, we're changing up what that looks like. We want to see our kids as part of a gathering even with all different generations, with you as, as you as parents, with your kids with you for a while together. 
So, so kids can see what worship is moulded like, what giving's moulded like, having communion together, and we can speak that into life for our kids so that kids feel like that they are the church they are. They're not in a separate thing that happens on a Sunday. We are the church together and we gather together and that's the reason why we get together. You know what? It's the same with our youth, same with a lot of things. We want to gather well as the church. But here's the deal. We want to embrace that responsibility together. As the church gathered, we want to host the church together. And so therefore, we're going to need a whole lot more people involved in even creating environments for kids that are age appropriate. More people involved um, on teams, tech teams and band teams and hospitality and morning tea, whatever it is, so that we together. It's not a model where it's a church service and there's some paid people that do it. We do that together. I know you know that, but that will continue to look a bit different. And we gather so that we go. It's interesting, even one of the changes that we have pressed go on is our, we call it a mission leadership team now. Previously, I'm not sure on the percentage, but it was pretty much all of the team were employed to make gatherings happen. Pretty much, generally speaking. Now, there's a change that's been made where approximately 50% of the investment we have in people on staff is in the go space. Because we're called to follow, gather and go. And so we want to be not only ready, we want to set and we want to go. And some of those go places you're already in. Most of them you're already in. Like you are, if you're married, you're in a marriage. If, you're, if you've got kids, you're in a parenting space. If you belong in a family, whatever family looks like for you, you're in a family. That's part of your go space where you can be influential for the kingdom of God. We, our home groups are going to multiply. We'll see many more of those start and would want to encourage you to consider hosting one in your home or certainly join one. And they're almost like these mission hubs where we can support one another. We can... Check out what's been spoken on a Sunday and how we apply it. How do we be missional? Home church has been great to see them start specifically for people that don't have a faith. Our facilities, there's people in our facilities seven days a week. How do we create great environments and conversation there? There's micro churches that could start, just like home churches, but in different places. And where you work and volunteer, they're all go places. Most of them you're doing, but God may put a new one on your heart. And so it's different. It looks different. And so it's a simple model of follow, gather, go. It's not about what happens here. We do this so that we go. Bring it on. Can we press go on that? Can we actually go with a vision of what that looks like and go understand we're not talking about specific strategy. We'll try new things. Some will work, some won't. We'll change them. We'll do something different. But we want to see more people coming into the kingdom of God. We want to see people growing in their faith and being active in the mission of God. We want to see our kids and our youth totally engaged and belonging. We want us to be an influence in all kinds of different places wherever God has placed us. There's a passage of scripture you may know. It's Ephesians 4. It's where our vision statement comes from. And I think there's a few pictures we can pull out of that in the vision space to go, this is our lead point. And we can develop strategy that sees us move in this direction. Check this out. Therefore, I, this is Paul, a prisoner for serving the Lord, I beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling if you've been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make 
every effort to be united in the Spirit. So there's a picture of unity. There's a picture of togetherness. Binding yourselves together with peace, for there is one body and one Spirit just have been called to one glorious hope and future. There's a picture of unity. You and I have a unity in Jesus. That's our common unity. That's Coast Common Unity Church. We have a unity in Jesus. And we need to know that. That's in the vision space. That's talk, not talking about strategy. That's belonging that we are together. Jeff mentioned it earlier. And we are united in mission. We have a mission statement at Coast Community that says that we are partnering with Jesus to build up his church. That's a unity piece. If you're part of Coast Community in any form, then you understand that that's what we do. That's what we do day in and day out. If you're a partner with Coast Community, that's what you're partnering in. That's our unity piece. We're grounded in Jesus and we're active in his mission together. It's what we do together. It continues on in, in verse 11. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. And this will continue until we all um, will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. See, not only is there a picture of unity in our vision, there's actually a picture of contributing. There's a picture of being equipped for being on mission. There's a picture of going, I have a part to play and I want to be in it. There's a, there's a picture of the church was never meant to be a few. The church was meant to be the whole. Every person being equipped for being on the journey and, and actually making a difference for God's kingdom. Jeff read this before. Is there any encouragement for belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and one purpose. I know Andrew spoke about that last week, that verse. It stuck in Jeff's mind during the week as he engaged with the Bible passages and I couldn't help share that again today. As far as a vision piece and pressing go with vision, let's go with vision, there's something there that's really significant, that we actually do that together. We work together with one heart, one mind and one purpose. There's a unity piece in that and we're all in that together. I, um, I love this as the amplified version. Is there any encouragement and comfort in Christ? Um, as there certainly is an abundance, um, fellowship that we share. And then it lands with spreading the gospel, the good news regarding the salvation through faith. These passages have follow, gather, go. These passages capture something that says, is there any kind of encouragement or engagement or belonging with Christ? That's the follow bit. And we follow well. And you do that personally. And that's your responsibility. It's my responsibility. How do we do that well? Then we have fellowship together. We gather together as the church. And there's so much richness in just gathering. And we might even change that up, what that looks like from week to week sometimes. Because we gather as a church. That's what we do. And then we do that so that we can spread the good news of Jesus. That's the go point. And we do that together. I love this picture. Working together with one mind, one purpose. One heart, one mind, one purpose. 
And I love this picture because it's going somewhere. There's action. There's everyone's involved. Everyone's got a hand on an oar. Everyone's putting in. Everyone's using energy. It's interesting. I remember using this picture one time with a group of people. It was a different team. Um, and they had a big revelation. But their revelation for their team at that point was, from this one little image, was, my goodness, we're in two boats. And we're rowing in different directions. When, it, when a group of people, when a large group of people have watched what we have at Coast Community, what a blessing. When we can actually follow Jesus personally and we understand that we follow and we gather together for peer-to-peer encouragement and direction and we say yes to that and we work together with one heart, one mind, one purpose and we go, we go into all the places God has us with that kind of thinking that we want to make a difference and spread the good news of Jesus, just naturally, just you being you, but be brave enough to have a conversation when it comes up. Be brave enough to to link someone to maybe our online space. Be brave enough to actually share maybe God's word with them at some point. Be brave enough to say, hey, be good to catch up sometime. Do you want to do that and explore faith together? We can do that. Now, there's no pressure. It's just an invitation and it's a willingness to go, yep, I want to do that. This is my hope. I hope that we do that more and more and more and more as a group of people and we go. And you know what? Ephesians 4 continues and it lands at our vision statement, and it gives us a picture of love. Then we'll no longer, so if we do that, if we do all that in the lead up, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We'll not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. They sound so clever. They sound like the truth instead. I love these instead moments. This is an instead picture. We will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who's the head of his body, the church. You see, it's all about Jesus. He makes the whole body fit together. That's you and me. He makes us fit together perfectly. And as each part does its own special work, that's your part, that's my part, that's the person sitting next to you, that's the person at home online or in a home group, that's the person who doesn't even have a faith in Jesus yet but will step into the family of God. That we work together as each part does its own special work. It helps other parts grow so the whole body is, and there is our vision statement, healthy, growing and full of love. What a picture. My hope is that this year, at the start of a rejig, at the start of a point where it's ready, set, let's go. I wish I had one of those horns or one of those big guns, but you probably can't bring a gun into a room these days. Um, To press go. And we've been doing lots of that. It's not like we haven't been doing that at all. But there's a freshness. There's an intentionality. There's a clarity. There's a conviction from our gut, our spirit, God's spirit to go, let's go. Let's move in this direction. And you know what? It's, it's an invitation for every person of part of, a part of Coast Community to make a fresh decision to go, let's go. And let's go with vision and let's go. We can work out strategy as we go. So if you've got questions or concerns about what we're doing, just give it some time. Ask some questions. Engage with people who you think might have an answer to that. But even more importantly, let's be part of that together. Let's host our gatherings well. Let's follow well personally and let's go together. But it's all because we belong to Jesus. It's all because we have fellowship and we go because of love. Love is our 
motive. No other motive. Now, you have free will. You can choose to do what you like. But if you follow well, you'll get in touch with love because God is love. And if you follow well, you will, you will absolutely look forward to the times when you can gather together with the body of Christ. And it's an expression of the church. It's an expression of love. And as we do that, we're going to be inspired to go. And just for you being you, naturally you in all the places God has you, but you've got to shift in perspective to go, this is my go place. And I want to talk to my kids about faith, just naturally, as we go. I want to actually, when people in my workplace or my university just have conversation, when there's an opportunity or some common ground that I find with people, I want to have a conversation just naturally about Jesus or faith or exploring that. We can do that and we can do it well and we're set for it. But it's going to take a decision for all of us to go. You guys can come up. That's fine. Thanks for being ready. But it's from a foundation of love. There's no other motive. And I loved it even last week and the whole message in January about being shaped for mission. But when Andrew landed that and when he spoke about our motivation, that it was love for people, and that story where Jesus looked out to the crowds and his heart broke for people, from compassion, for love. There's lots of people around you that need you to think like that. There's lots of people around you. They don't know it, but they're banking on you. They're counting on you to be a go person in love, to give them hope, to maybe present, present an alternate way, to lead them to Jesus who is love. People all around you. People are lost. You know how things happen in our culture? We've lost a reference point of truth. We've lost a reference point of love. And that's Jesus. So therefore people are lost. It's like a ship without an anchor. The anchor's just being taken up and people are in a boat just drifting whatever way the wind blows. Now that's a dangerous way to live. Life's challenging enough without having a reference point of love and truth. It's people all around you that don't have that. How can we be people that engage with God really personally? We follow Him well. And we press go on that in a fresh way from today. And we have conversation and thoughts about, well, how do I set up my tomorrow so that I follow really well? It can be very simple. It doesn't have to be long even. But I follow well. And I hear from Jesus personally. I allow His Spirit to speak into my life. And then I, then I come to these places and I, and I come to gather and I look forward to it. I want to be part of it. I want to encourage people. I want to be on, on kids' teams, actually creating environments, telling them about Jesus. I want to host people on a host team. And it's like a family gathering. We make gatherings work together. That's our responsibility. And then... We don't leave it there. We go. And we have an attitude that I'm a sent person, that I go. And I'm already in lots of go places. I've just got to be aware and I've got to be brave enough when I'm prompted just to actually be me and be authentic in my faith conversation. You know, people will talk to you about faith. They're great 
conversations, lots of conversations with people when people are happy to talk about faith. People are happy to talk about life. People are happy to talk about complexity in their life. We can be trusted people with truth, with love in those spaces. So today is a day that I believe is ready. Don't feel ready, but I'm trusting God's readied me, us. We've changed some significant things in the life of Coast Community and the way that we would approach mission and ministry. So we're set. And I suppose my invitation to you is, are we brave enough together in a fresh way to go, let's go. Let's go. Now, I know some of you are preaching to the converter. You're going like crazy. But together, working together, one heart, one mind, one purpose, let's go. Trish, could you join me just to close in prayer? Today I've asked Trish to join me. If we can find a microphone for Trish, that would be great. I just wonder whether you'd stand with me as we pray. Just to close out this ready, set, go. And let's go with vision, trusting God that He will continue to develop strategy and action within us. But today, in a fresh way, almost at the start of 21, even though I've had a month, we go, we're going to go. Could you pray for us? And then I'll close out. Father, we just come before you just to declare our love for you love for your son and your spirit. Lord, during the week you showed me that so often the old wine tastes better. The new wine can be a bit harsh or acidic. And Lord, um, we've probably come through a season where we've had dreams and we've been challenged hugely with those dreams. And it's been tempting to go back to the old wine or to go back to Egypt. But just this morning, Lord, you gave me a strong sense that we're about to step into a season where visions and dreams will be made manifest. We will see this and we will see it starting now. So, Lord, as we humble ourselves before you, I ask that the work of your spirit in our hearts would be to give us a deep, deep revelation of resurrection life. That in our minds, we would every time we're challenged, we would hear your words say, my grace is sufficient for you. That we would know that we can trust you and we can trust one another. Lord, we are one. That's who we are. That's how you've made us. We are to carry your fragrance. You've been preparing your bride for this moment. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will enable us to step into this season as one, knowing the communion that you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have. Lord, will you bring a revelation to us about communion? And so we bless today, Lord, we bless Coast Community Church in Jesus' name for all that you have for us. Amen.
Amen.